Hey, it's Tasha. And this is your girl, Ryan. And this is the Conscious Addiction Podcast. Get into it. Everyone, those of you who are on, which is probably no one yet. <laughs> Literally. Just been so on for a smooth 15 seconds. We be high, <laughs> we be ready. <laughs> we ready. <laughs> We ready. Yes. If you guys hear a little nursery rhyme in the background, worry about yourself. (laughs) Okay. So there's a little bit of entertainment on the background. So try and block it out. Okay. Okay. Love you. Or embrace it because when you hear, you know, little people's voices, that means life, growth. Yeah. Life, you know, I always say life happens. So you got to roll with it. Yes. Yeah. That's the word. Roll with it. Yeah. Nothing to be embarrassed about hearing your life happening. Mm -mm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome. Y'all see we have a third little co-pilot this week. (laughs) (laughs) We are excited. We told y'all we had a lineup. So me and Tasha, when we took our break, it wasn't in vain. We took a little break over the holiday, Christmas, and New Year to kind of regroup and rest. And we planned out some um, our next couple um, shifts. We call our podcast our our shit our episodes. We call them shifts because we're nurses. Um, and so this week we are talking about skin health, which is um, truly not in my wheelhouse and. I'm going to speak for Letitia and say it's not in her wheelhouse either, truly. (laughs) My skin regimen is lacking majorly. I'm embarrassed when I go to the esthetician and they're like, so how do you take care of your skin? I'm like, so water count? (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. Okay. Yeah, so we are thrilled to have you with us and learn from you and glean some information from you um, so that not only that we can use it, but so that we can share with all of our listeners and people who join us and watch us on Facebook. And I have three, you know, daughters, which, um, you know, so I, I feel like it's time for me to start really teaching them about a, a skincare routine too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there, I've got, you know, the two tweens and then the teen. Um, and so I'm excited to learn a little something from you. So would you do us the honor of introducing yourself and just telling us a little bit about you and what you do and how you came, um, you know, to be an esthetician or whatever you'd like to share with us? Um, my name is Miss Linda. Actually, my name is Tamara Linda, but I go by Miss Linda. Um, I am an esthetician and have been for a year now. Um, how I came about being an esthetician? Well, I'm a massage therapist. Let me throw that in there as well. <clears throat> I'm a massage therapist. Have been a massage therapist for 13 years. Actually, going on 14 years. This is my 14th year. Um, and just felt like with me doing massages, been a massage therapist, I need to incorporate some type of skincare. Um, I make my own skincare products and that that's what prompted me to go back to school. Um, 
thinking that I would learn different types of ingredients, biology. No, that wasn't it, but that's okay. <laughs> so um, I was able to learn about skincare and skin types. Um, and now I am in school so that I can be an instructor to teach that. So that you, you're in school so that you can teach um to Aesthetics? become a licensed instructor yes, yes. oh okay mm -hmm. that's good so I think that's interesting that you said you went to school with the intent of learning thinking that you would learn more about like product making or what Correct. was good okay mm -hmm. and that wasn't it at all not at all <laughs> not at all uh, I was just like uh so what are we gonna be learning um at first it was a little bit of an, it was intimidating um, because not only did I learn facials, but I certified to do makeup, lashes, body, um, uh, body treatments, waxing. So it was just a, it was just a, a variety of things that we learned. Um, but I think I gravitated more towards the skincare um, the facials. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, good. Well, I think, um, I went, I went to school with, to nursing school thinking only about, um, mamas and babies. <laughs> <laughs> so when it came time to learn how to suck, suck a trach, <laughs> suck uh -huh. a trach or like, it was like, I was like, Oh, I didn't even consider this. <laughs> right. Yeah. We go to school thinking we're going to learn one thing and then there's so much more of the umbrella. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I think that's interesting. Um, well, let's get into our uh, mindful moment. Um, do you want to go first, Tisha? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm mindful of the flashlight that's on my phone that is keeping my child entertained. Happy she doesn't have a seizure disorder. Whatever. Oh God, is it flashing? Uh, you'll see in a minute. <laughs> um, but no, for real, I'm mindful of plenty of things. Um, I'm, of course, I'm expecting, Tamara, you don't know this, but I am getting closer with each passing day. You know, thank God for preserving me and my pregnancy and all of that but I'm so mindful that we are welcoming a new soul into our home and um just grateful for the peace that I have and for being able to be present and in the moment and so I'm mostly mindful of that and just trying to really you know center my thoughts and stay with the now <laughs> and you know let tomorrow or whatever take care of itself but yeah that's what I'm mindful of today. Mostly, I have an appointment, a couple appointments tomorrow too. So that's probably why it's on my mind too. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. I've been washing clothes and packing hospital bags and setting up bassinets and 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 and. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, we're excited. Yes. I get excited every time I think about you as a mommy because I know it's something that you want it forever. forever. So to see, yeah. Yeah, forever, forever. 
So I, you know, I guess in that too, I think about the women who also have that desire <clears throat> and it just never happened for them for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, I'm super grateful for the opportunity to be able to walk into this part of what I felt like was my destiny from the very beginning. You know, being a mother is something that I've always aspired to or wanted to have happen for me and I always saw myself caring for and nurturing my own family and then being a nurse I've been able to do that but it's different <laughs> you know when it's a life that you brought into this world and you know I don't know at some point they'll be taking care of me if I'm lucky and just <laughs> you say right <laughs> and all of those things so if you're yeah. lucky yeah yeah well good Miss Linza, would you like to um, join us in on the mindful moment? Yes. Um, one thing I am grateful and mindful of is just everyday living. You know, some people don't get that. Um, and just having joy and peace, just coming home just to, to peace. Oh my goodness. You know, um, and then School has been really challenging. So um, four weeks out, I will be teaching my own classes. So I still have four weeks in the, the um, lecture or, or essential part and then I'll be done. So um, I am celebrating and grateful for um, the perseverance. Yeah, I think, I think it's good. I mean, when I think about you as a teacher, Actually, before we even got on the podcast, when you were saying that um, you were grateful to us for thinking of you, I thought, I think you're a really good teacher. Like the, the times that I've seen you go live on social media for like, you know, different topics, talk about different things, like you're a really good teacher. So I can actually see you in the role of like being an instructor and teaching our future estheticians and stuff, because I think that you you explain things well. And I think that you seem um, like you're excited about what you're talking about, which that, you know, you can feel that. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I love it. I really do. Um, I was, I just put a post up about um, another profession, professional. And when talent meets passion, oh my goodness. So I, I am very passionate about this. I love what I do. Um, you know, I own a wellness spa off of 54th and Keystone. And so when we had to shut down that, whoo, honey, that hurt, that hurt. I cried driving off. Um, but people was like, well, it's the best thing for us right now. Yeah. But when somebody's passionate and love what they do and they can't do it, just imagine how that makes them feel, you know? So, um, if I can teach and educate, um, everybody about the health benefits of it um, and then you have that natural beautiful glow all the time absolutely mm -hmm. yeah well I am mindful today of naps <laughs> <laughs> you look rested <laughs> I probably look tired as hell because because <laughs> I woke up like oh I gotta record tonight <laughs> Y'all know Tuesday is my therapy day too. So mm -hmm. I had therapy today. And um, usually I like come home and like get right into back into life and 
you know, being a parent and school and everything, just, you know, but today I, um, I came home and I laid down and I took a little nap. It wasn't a long nap, but I took a nap. I just, I chilled. I took my, <laughs> I took my pants off, <laughs> got in the bed and I took a nap. And that is something that I do not do often. I like hardly ever sleep in and I am always going to bed late and I hardly ever allow myself to take a nap because I feel like sometimes I can't see a benefit because I feel like it, it puts me behind <laughs> um but I did it today and I know everybody talks about you know you know rest is resistance it's like a, a big um I won't call it trendy because I don't know how much it's trending but um, it is something that I've heard lots of people say. I know I saw it first on the NAP ministry, which we talked about on this podcast before. Um, and so I took a nap and I'm mindful of it. I, it is so cleansing and so refreshing. And I deserve that. I am, I am worth a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm mindful of that today. And look, guys, no tears. <laughs> You know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Last week. Okay. So Tamara, mm-hmm. you're new to the show. I am. So we have, we open up ourselves for <laughs> emails, questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, however it looks. And we share those things with our audience. And we had kind of a meaty, meaty email last week that we read and they came for Ryan. And they talked about my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Chopped it down. (laughs) And we're laughing about it because it, you know, at the end of the day, we are confident and rooted in what we are here for and who we are Mm -hmm. as women and all that stuff. So it was kind of like, okay. But they mentioned her being a little emotional or tearful (laughs) during the mindful moment. And last week when she was talking, I felt it. I knew, I knew you wanted to cry, but she refused <laughs> and she brought it up <laughs> once we got done and we laughed really, really good about it. So I listened to the playback. I was hollering <laughs> when you said, I said, yes. get down, said, get down, Don't you creep up in my throat, <laughs> get down, get out of my throat, <laughs> I will not cry. Oh my goodness. I was howling. I was in tears. I know people at work was like, what is she listening to? Because I had earbuds Uh in. Listen to it. I could not stop laughing. It was hilarious. Yeah. So that's what I, you know, (laughs) probably for several more weeks, you guys, if I don't cry, I'm going to (laughs) say. Look, look at this. Maybe that nap helped you. (laughs) But I don't, okay, so yes. Possibly, but my tears are always good. They're like tears of gratitude. They're like me being yeah, yeah. thankful. And like, sometimes I, I mean, you know, it's, I thought it was okay. It was good, you know, but apparently. <laughs> you know, I get tearful so a lot. Like, I cry. What'd you say? No, you said, is it okay if I laugh and I cry? <laughs> <laughs> is that fine? I don't know. What were you saying, Tamara? You said you've been tearful a lot? I do. I do. I'm, I'm very emotional. Um, I get tearful, like thinking of my children sometimes I'll just be driving and thinking I'm like oh I love my kids so much <laughs> and oh, the tears just start flowing but it doesn't matter like I am a very emotional individual so if 
and there's times that I'll be like, you know what? I feel the tears coming. When I'm on live, I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. So I'm just going to go ahead and end this live because I feel the tears <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I am. And I am not a huge crier in general. I feel like I have grown to a place where I could do that and feel comfortable crying freely or like openly. I mean, we are, like I said, we we're live on Facebook, you know, recording. So um, it's not just like people are listening to us, but people actually watch me go through the emotions and process them and feel them. So like, um, it's incredibly vulnerable to be able to do that. And like I said, I've grown to that space. So, you know, for somebody to attack it almost was kind of like, okay, but... Like Tasha said, we are completely comfortable and rooted in who we are and what we do, and it is what it is. So if I, it's a joke, right? But if I cry, I'm fine with it. I'm not gonna try not to cry, <laughs> except last yeah, just let it week. flow. Except last week, because we <laughs> hadn't read the inbox report yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what's funny though, when you said about you feel like you've grown to this point where you kind of allow it, I think that is true for a lot of people, especially Black women, um, when we're reared to see crying as a weakness or, you know, some sort of knock to who you are and you're not strong if and that sort of thing. And then to see some, have someone else witness that, it's almost like a shame tag attached to it. Um, but I found that once you do a little bit of work, you just like, <laughs> everybody cries, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, these, yeah. And these tears are going to take some, some bad things out, some hormones with them and release some good things that are going to make me feel good. There's a science to this shit. This is not just me being quote weak. Right. No, it's, it's time out for that. We're going to leave all of that in 2020 and behind. Because no, we're not doing that. I'd rather cry tears of joy instead of tears of sorrow or someone hurting me or pain or whatever. So whatever. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I if don't tear flow, just let it, it roll. Look, I don't think I care. Of course, I'd rather be happy <laughs> than sad. But, you know, I feel like, like you said, you know, sometimes those moments where you're just kind of in the still place or your brain goes somewhere and it catches you off guard. I feel like those are the best cries, you know what I'm saying? Where you mm-hmm. can just be like, ah, let it out. And then it's like, ah. afterwards you feel so much lighter, you know, yeah. no matter what you may be thinking about. So I'm, I don't know, I'm a big crier and I feel like healers um, and Tamara, you may or may not consider yourself a healer. I consider people who are in like the touch business mm-hmm. <laughs> to be healers. Mm-hmm. Um, and as nurses, we're healers. I think that there's like this huge transference of energy and emotion always around us. And so those things like our emotions are usually right under the surface. You know, we have to work (laughs) to not cry if someone else is crying or whatever. So I just, I just think that's part of most of our being the people who consider themselves to be healers or empaths or whatever. It's hard to fight that. Mm -hmm. Well, um, that could be a topic in and of itself too, truly, um, because I could have more to say about about crying and and the healing um, that comes from crying. So maybe we should add that to the list. 
Maybe we should. I don't know how, I don't know how we could coin it or like what we could, you know, how we can make it a, a subject matter, but I'm, I would be interested to talk about it because I feel like it's something that we, like you said, we certainly can talk about in the Black community because I feel like, like you said, a lot of us were raised um, to, to view crying as a weakness um, or we weren't giving, given space to cry, given permission mm -hmm. to do that. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's lots of conversation we can have about that. Mm -hmm. But I remember this record, <laughs> this, and it was a record. I'm not just dating myself. When I was in like the third grade or maybe even second, they would play this record in music class. And the name of the record was, it's all right to cry. And they would play it in music class? Yeah. They played it for every class that had come through or whatever. And I guess it was some talk about us accepting our emotions or whatever. I don't remember exactly what the context was of them playing this and why it was appropriate to play it for some young elementary school kids. But I remember it was the old country man singing the song. <laughs> all right to cry. And it is. It's funny the things that stick with you, right? It's absolutely okay to cry. Yeah. I think that's a good thing to, uh, if they played it every single class, that meant that it planted a seed. I mean, if you remember it now, then how many other of your classmates remember it? And hopefully it has been of some benefit. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anybody else remember that. Put it in the chat. <laughs> if you went to elementary school with me. Yes. But yeah, okay, so we do have an inbox report. It's not really relevant for what we're speaking about tonight, but I'll go ahead and read it and we will address it when those topics come up. So um, this one says, when you get to conscious parenting as a topic, what about the trigger that's caused by parents threatening or bragging about spanking a child? If they are close to you, do you gloss over their humor-filled, fueled, Okay, <laughs> maybe this should be their humor fueled by boundary crossing and physical abuse. Like, and she put a quote, I'm old school. He got his tail whooped and some emojis that are like side eyes. And then when it comes to the sex topic, um, find a sex expert, she says. <laughs> Can we talk about porn ruining men's lives? Sex should be mutually beneficial and there should be boundaries. Also, she wanted us to mention women being in touch with their sexuality and empowerment to advocate and explore however they see fit. So yeah, a whole mouthful <laughs> for, for that one. Yeah, I think um, the, the topics that she wants to talk about are things that she bullet points she wants us to hit on when we talk about sex health. Those are definitely things that I had already considered. So definitely we'll talk about those things. But the bragging... Um, of parents and discipline, I had not ever considered that as being something that we uh, should discuss because it's certainly a thing that happens. Um, I can remember when I was little hearing parents talking about it. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's definitely a topic. I mean, a, a bullet point we should add to the conversation about, um, about conscious parenting. Yeah, you know, or, I brought or toxic, toxic or parenting. Conscious parenting, unconscious parenting. <laughs> You know what that brought up for me, though? Um, cue social media and people using their kids for likes or clicks and traumatizing their kids, possibly. Like shaving the head, that type of things I was talking about. Like um, it could be a that. It could be um, whooping them on camera to teach them a lesson or mm -hmm. holding a sign yeah. or, you know, this past Christmas, the whole Grinch photo shoot. 
went around the internet a million times and these kids are like horrified in the pictures and you don't know if that kid is like horrified scarred <laughs> or if they like oh okay and you know what I'm saying so um yeah those things just never really sit well with me I'm like why are y'all doing this to these babies mm-hmm. these babies alone. they are not put on this earth for your entertainment in that way mm-hmm. I felt some kind of way about the Grinch photo shoots too but I thought I was just being <laughs> extra too, too woke <laughs> you said what too woke yeah I thought I was just being you know doing the most but yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah those are good topics so we will make sure that we add them to our um to the subject matter when we discuss it I can't remember what are we talking about next week family stuff family dysfunction so we'll we'll start that whole conversation we have it'll probably be a series we'll probably have a couple different shifts to get all of that in because we want to make sure we talk about conscious parenting we want to make sure we talk about um toxic parenting (laughs) absent parenting um so we'll we'll get that in there for sure um if you have any topics that you would like us to discuss or even bullet points and some of the subjects that we've already mentioned that we will be talking about you can hit us up um, our email address is getsedated705 at gmail.com. Y'all know y'all can slide in the DMs. Y'all let's do that. <laughs> We're on all social media platforms, except for like TikTok and Snapchat. We haven't gotten there yet. Um, is Snapchat still a thing? It is. Oh. Yeah, it's still a thing. <laughs> Did I date myself again? <laughs> but y'all know we are uh, conscious underscore sedation on Instagram and Twitter and um you can just put in the search box conscious sedation podcast to find us on facebook we are going again to be talking about skin care so not lots to contribute <laughs> <laughs> lots of questions lots though. of questions though <laughs> thank you tamra <laughs> yes yes so glad to have an expert somebody you know who puts more than just water and soap on their skin <laughs> Yes. So but to, just to begin the conversation, um, I feel like a good place to begin is um, what is, how important is it to have a skincare routine that is beyond just soap and water? And I'm using the term soap loosely because I know you would say we should not be probably using bar soap on our faces. We should have a cleanser. Okay. Yes. So let's talk about it. Yes. (laughs) Come on. Let's talk about it. So um, what we fail to realize is our skin is the largest external organ. Okay. So if you're going to take care of your internal organs, why wouldn't you take care of your external organs? Um, Soap and water does not get your skin clean. So just imagine having, and I tell, I, I, this analogy I give to all of my clients so that they can understand, you have chicken on your, on your counter, okay? You just wipe it off with water. What did you just do? Just the germs. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we have germs and, and, and toxins that are from the air, from things that we eat, from us touching our face. So if you're just using water, you're not cleansing your face. Um, soap, bar soap is not a cleanser. It's for the body. Um, so you need a cleanser, a face cleanser. It's very important um, to keep hydrated and 
and um, a lot of us have blemishes. So you've been using soap for, I'm just gonna tell my age, I've been, I was using soap for probably about, I'm 41 now, um, using soap forever, okay? At some point I was just using water. And then I hear people say, oh, I wash my face probably once a week, ew. You know, people don't say that in real life. Mm -hmm, real life. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes, I've had, I had somebody tell me, well, I wash my face once a week if I get up on time. How about <laughs> setting an alarm? <laughs> How about setting an alarm? Okay, so when you shower, I shower at night. So when you brush your teeth, you know, I mean, let's let's try to figure out some type of routine so that we can cleanse our face take care of our skin um it's, it's you that's the only skin you have to live in so why would you not take care of it okay so it's very beneficial um but not only is it just for the face but it's for the body as well uh, you have to be careful of the things that you eat because if you don't have a reaction on your face you might have a reaction elsewhere you know so um I, I would love for everybody to do a, have a, a cleanser. Um, and I also teach classes for those that don't know what type of regimen, what type of routine, or if you don't even know your skin type, that's what's important, um, or that's important as well. Learning your skin type to know what products benefits and helps your skin. Um, I have so many people say, oh, I use black soap. That's good, but it's not good for everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you need to know your skin type, what products to use, what's formulated for your skin. All right. Um, and then we can just go from there. And so tell me what you mean by skin type. So there's four different skin types. Um, so a lot of people have the T-zone. So tell me about your skin. What do you, how, what do you experience with your skin? Do you think it's dry, oily, combination, what? I have a combo skin type. I, you know, oily in my forehead and nose, and then dry around my chin and cheeks. And that changes okay. with the seasons. It does. It does. Okay. So that 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 right there is a skin type. We also have dry. Um, you also have just oily combination. Um, so you need to get a product that's formulated for your skin. Okay. They do have combination skin uh, cleansers out there. Um, I use a cure, which is a vegan line. I love it. And I also use Mario. Um, now listen, I cannot pronounce that man's last name. So I'm not even gonna butcher it, okay? But all of Mario's products has aloe in there. Is it the um, T Tricochi or something like that? The who? Tricochi, is that his last name? Does it start with a T? Nope. Tricochi is actually the school that I attend. No. Okay. okay. Um, uh, and I want to say it starts with a B. Um, okay. mm -hmm. But you can get it at Alta um, or you can order it online. What I'll do is I will uh, text you or inbox you um, his products and then um, you can use that. But so you okay. have to find the right thing. Like I have people say I use alcohol. Alcohol is not a cleanser, okay? You use alcohol, but then don't understand why your face is drying out. I was gonna say, and it's drying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that's what it's made to do, okay? So if anybody is listening and you're using alcohol, please stop right now. 
okay <laughs> like for real um because you are you're you're drying out your skin okay mm-hmm. um but then the products that you should also have which ryan do you have that um did we talk about skincare products ryan we did we talked about products um in terms of like you you always told me that we need an exfoliant i mean a cleanser mm-hmm. and an exfoliant or like a scrub right uh-huh, and yes. then a moisturizer or uh, a toner and a moisturizer yep yep and a mask and a yeah. mask yes, yes 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 good see this is one of my students i love her <laughs> So yes, I was um, listening. <laughs> my skin shows that I was listening too. Yes, my skin does. is a lot better since um, I started learning from you. So yeah, well that's good. But yeah, so the routine, um, your daily routine. How many times a day? And I'm asking because we we did talk about this. So I just want to see if you remember. Um, how many times a day should you cleanse your face? Twice. Yes cleanse yes. cleanse so you cleanse moisturize and tone twice a day okay yes. morning at night um and then you exfoliate and mask once a week mm-hmm. reason being you do not if you exfoliate every single day you're still tearing up your skin okay you're thinning the skin out so you need the skin to um mm, i want to say rebuild mm-hmm. you know um um it's almost like a snake. You're, you're shedding skin, but you need to rebuild that skin, build that skin back up so that you can exfoliate and get new skin um, in a week. So my exfoliation day is Sunday because I have time to do it, okay? Um, so you cleanse, exfoliate, um, tone, moist, or mask, and then do a moisturizer, okay? So... Um, that sh- you should be doing that every single day or, or weekly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lazy girl regimen. Cause that sounds like a lot to me, but that's just once a week. The, the exfoliant and the mask yes. is just once a week. It's just mm-hmm. the cleanse and the tone and the moisturizer that you should be doing twice a day. Correct. Right? And that's Correct. right. But that's I'm- still, that's not lazy enough. No, I know. I'm going to say okay. that. <laughs> no, <laughs> full transparency. No, it's not. No, I get it. Um, another thing too, is I went to an esthetician once, which I love getting facials. I will choose a facial over a massage any day. Um, but I went to an esthetician too. And she told me that I should wash my face at the sink. And for me, I'm like, listen, um, lazy girl regimen here. Can I do it all in the shower or like, like, make this easy for me because I believe that that is a way to get people into some kind of new routine or whatever. If they've been doing something for 40 years of their life, they are not just about to turn around tomorrow and be like, okay, I'm going vegan or I'm going to stop beating my kids (laughs) or I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Like these Mm -hmm. big shifts, they are mental shifts and they happen gradually. So give me a step, a baby step to, you know, how do I start a skincare regimen that doesn't involve me going to an Ulta and being completely overwhelmed about what to purchase mm-hmm. and spending whatever money is associated with that. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't want to go to Ulta, um, is, is Amazon, is that work for you? Mm-hmm. Or like, and uh, Tamara, I'm just speaking for like the regular person. I, 
I have some kind of skincare routine. I get my stuff from Trader Joe's because it's real basic and it doesn't hurt and my skin is very sensitive. Um, so what type of, sorry, what, what type of cleanser do you get from Trader Joe's? It's a gel and it's a um, cleanser and I think like a gentle exfoliant mixed together okay. that I can use in the shower. And like I said, okay. there are so many things that I've used on my skin that are supposed mm -hmm. to be for sensitive skin that burn immediately. And this is one of okay. the things that didn't. So I'll use that and they have a moisturizer with it too. That works really well for my skin. And I have some rose water that I use. On That's that. good. Um, can I ask? I would recommend you getting a different cleanser that mm -hmm. does not have the exfoliant beads in there. Um, it doesn't have beads. Oh. It just looks like a gel. It doesn't even feel like abrasive at all. Okay. Okay. But it, it doesn't exfoliate? It says exfoliant on the thing. I don't know. But there's okay. don't see anything in there. But there's not well, great in it. Yeah. Because any kind of abrasive thing that I've had on my skin, it burns like crazy any peels or anything like that have been like you know a disaster so there is a cleanser out there that it, it does not have um the the beads or the scrub mm -hmm. um that is an exfoliant okay, okay. so you still have to be careful because you, it, you still have to be careful because it may be an exfoliant um but i will say no, I don't want to say that. I was going to say if it works for you, continue it. If it's an exfoliant, use it once a week. Okay. okay. Um, but the but the question you asked, yeah, I don't understand the, the, the in the sink, over the sink. I mean, if you're cleansing your face, you can cleanse your face over the sink, over the kitchen sink, wh wherever, you know, wherever there's water, mm -hmm. then you can cleanse your face. I don't know what the significance is over a sink. I mean, because... Mm -hmm when you come see me you're not over a sink mm -hmm. so um yeah it doesn't really matter you can do it in the shower and I would prefer that you do it in the shower just because you get that steam which mm -hmm. opens the pores and penetrates the um the product better into your to your system and to your skin so yeah it doesn't really matter okay so that would be, that's what's my lazy girl routine. Just find a cleanser, do it in the shower, have a moisturizer and going on about my life. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. If that works for you, mm -hmm. um, as long as you're cleansing your face, you know, um, if you want to do everything in the shower and get it all done with, then by all means do that. Um, so a moisturizer, a, a cleanser, toner and a moisturizer daily. But if you can't do your um, your weekly exfoliant and mask, then I would recommend that you go see an esthetician for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think this is an my anecdotal experience and like hearing other people. I feel like the biggest challenge isn't the morning cleanse so that's why I was so baffled to hear you say people you had heard somebody had hadn't cleansed but once a week or whatever it's the nighttime cleanse because you're exhausted especially I'll speak for parents right especially if you're a mom um especially if you have small children 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like I have been able to find some type of a routine because I don't have to put nobody to bed. I don't have to change any diapers or nurse nobody to sleep or put anybody in the tub. Like those, my, those, that's my life has changed from that. Um, but I can speak for my, even myself when that was my life. I mean, there were some days that I was falling asleep with my clothes on. <laughs> so like remembering to do a, a cleanse at night or like having a routine for that um, was a challenge. So um, I can see it, it being a challenge of people needing a, a lazy girl routine, um, especially at night when, you right. know, when you may just not have time or be too exhausted to, you know, do that or whatever. So, I mean, do it when you can, right? Do what you can when you can. Right. Yes. Yes. So if you can't do it at night, that's understandable because, you know, we all have busy lives and we're parents and we're exhausted when we get our children down. We just want to sit down. Sometimes we sit down and fall asleep, you know, for a second. <laughs> so, <Sometimes>. so it, <laughs> I, <laughs> they tucking us in. Night, mommy. Right. Yes. 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 What? <laughs> My son has done it plenty of times. Good night, mom. I love you. I love you too, son. Make sure all the lights are off. <laughs> Turn the alarm on, baby. Yes. Listen. So it's like, you know, but make sure you do get a cleanse in daily. You know, if, if you miss a night, okay it's okay it's all right but make sure you have your daily your morning cleanse mm-hmm. yeah. and even if you can get just a quick cleanse in um maybe just cleanse your face this one time just you know in the bathroom like when you're going to the bathroom oh let me cleanse my face and then you're done you don't have to do the tone you don't have to do a moisturizer if you can get that in just something and That's work your way thought. up to it Mm-hmm. that's a good thought because like even like I'm thinking about people who you know you come in for, from your day it doesn't have to be right before bed maybe you no. start your dinner and then go do your night mm-hmm. or evening cleanse or whatever so speaking about that I also know that taking your makeup off is a challenge for a lot of people mm-hmm. okay. and I have seen different like makeup wipes that are supposed to double as a cleanser what are your thoughts about like makeup removers because me <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say, but I'll just use like some olive oil to take my like mascara. I, I don't, I don't purchase like a product for a, like a makeup like remover. Oh, uh, you don't necessarily and, have to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, even if I have on like a, a a full face, I still don't like. I'll just cleanse more than I usually do. Like I usually do twice right mm-hmm. um but maybe i'll do a third time just to make sure like the if i put on foundation or whatever like it's all off after i you know but i don't purchase a product but i've seen different products that um i'm not a big product junkie for anything here i'm just i'm just not um so i've never purchased like a makeup remover or the mm-hmm. wipes but i've seen them and some of them that say they, they double as like a cleanser you can take your makeup off like you know one wipe and you're done so <laughs> What are your thoughts about things like that? Or like, what should we be using to take, to remove our makeup? Um, I use a pre-cleanse um, when I do use, like for when you, for the clients, I use a pre-cleanse if they have makeup on. Mm-hmm. If they don't have makeup on, I just use the cleanser. But you don't necessarily have to go out and buy a pre-cleanse or a makeup remover. Um, it just removes the makeup easier. So that, you know, if you do have a beat face or, you know, whatever, 
you don't have to constantly scrub your face and it's just still on there. That makeup remover is is an easy removal. Okay. How do you uh, feel about the oils? Because I'm a coconut oil kind of girl. Like when I have a full face of makeup or even eye makeup that I feel like might be stubborn or I'm in pain by the time it actually comes off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, coconut oil was the best thing since sliced bread to just rub on my it face. It does, it just, especially and, like my waterproof mascara, it just comes off. <laughs> like, is that bad? Because, you know, previously we were kind of taught, I think as a general rule that you shouldn't put oil on your face because it clogs your pores and... Yeah, no, you can use coconut oil. You can use um, coconut oil is all natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, I love, you know, all of my products are all natural products. So, and I actually make a body butter with coconut oil. Okay. So it, that's the thing. You have to unlearn everything you've been taught mm-hmm. so that you can learn properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you can use, again, what's best for your skin and what you've been doing work whatever works for you continue that as long as you're cleansing your face and you're using the right products okay um so when you think about a moisturizer since we're talking Mm -hmm. about oils on the face Mm -hmm. um again lots of different products lots of different day creams and night creams and creams for people who were in their 30s versus in their 40s and what is what's going on like in terms of like a moisturizer what should we be looking for in a moisturizer I agree all natural products I think Tasha you probably agree with that too like we're people who kind of buy into the whole all natural thing Um, but like what else should we be looking for in a cleanser do you need a different cleanser for daytime versus nighttime should we should we be looking for a sunscreen in our cleanser I know a lot of black people don't um, purchase or intentionally buy skin products that have a sunscreen in them but like how important is that uh now your first question is as far as the moisturizer should you be looking for a different moisturizer um there is a night moisturizer which holds the helps with the collagen okay um but then there's also so you need a moisturizer for your skin type It, it all goes correlates back to your skin type Mm-hmm. So if you have oily skin, you're going to get a, a moisturizer that is a water-based moisturizer, okay? If it's dry, then you're going to get an oil-based moisturizer, all right? Um, now, then you, you spoke about the uh, SPF. Yes. How important is that? Us as Black people, we don't think that we need it, yes, every day every single day even in the the, our winter months we still need it okay um we're ranked number one in skin cancer because we don't think that we burn we don't think that the sun rays affects us and it does okay so you have to protect yourself so even in the in the summertime you need to apply it twice so if you're outside like you're on the beach or whatever apply that twice because it absorbs okay so it's very important. So you might want to find you a moisturizer that has an SPF in there. If you can't, if you can't just get you a moisturizer and then an SPF and apply both of those. Okay. Um, that's something that is, is new for me. I mean, in terms of, I knew that we needed, we needed 
uh, sunscreen just in general, but I had never even known to look for a moisturizer that a face moisturizer that comes with an, an SPF or like you said, mm-hmm. to, to mix them myself. Um, right. I never even considered that. So I think that's good information for us to have. Mm-hmm. More on that too. Um, when the world was open and I used to enjoy vacationing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just a, another kind of like tidbit, when you are in and out of water, you should reapply and really read your labels as far as when you're applying SPF on your skin. Cause it'll tell you like, you should put this on 30 minutes before you go outside, like lathering mm-hmm. up at the pool kind of, I mean, yes, we're glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad you did that. Um, but you want to make sure that you read the, the, the labels because they will tell you the intended use and how often you should reapply and what you should do and yada yada. But my question for you is, you know, SPF go up to hundred and I don't know, 15 or something like that. And I've been told that 40 was like base and okay. If you intend to reapply or whatever, but is 40, like, okay. A lot of times they'll be like, after you hit like 40, 45, it doesn't really matter. It, it does not. It does not. It, basically, you're just paying for the number. Um, mm-hmm. There's it's not a higher ingredient that's going to protect you uh, more than an SPF 30. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't really matter. Okay. So if you stay 40 and under anywhere between 15 to 40, you're good. Okay. Now, how, is that what we, so should we be looking for an SPF 30 for our face moisturizer too? I know we're talking about skin in general, but like you think about having a moisturizer, do most like face moisturizers have? I thought it was like usually like 15, 20 and for a face moisturizer. Um, it, it doesn't matter. As long as your, your skin is covered, like I said, anywhere between the 15 to, what is it? 15 to 40, it's it's still in the same area. Like okay. when they say, oh, you need an SPF 50, why? You, I re- you really don't, you know? So the the 15 to 40, you're good okay. for your face and your body. Oh, okay. No. Mm-hmm. That is good to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, Tamara, I have a question because we have a big male listenership. <laughs> bigger than what we thought yes um so what kind of skin regimen would you recommend for men and I know that a lot of men don't really invest the time that it takes to care for their skin and then a second question was like you know hashtag beard gang (laughs) came up some years back Mm -hmm. and a lot of guys have these full beards and underneath that child they got bumps and it's a struggle beer because the skin ain't right and all of this kind of stuff. So talk to the fellas. And then all the all the research just come out about you know poop in the beard. Ew, what? <laughs> I'm horrified right now. The what? I am horrified right now. Why is that? Why is there? Poop Maybe that's in sex the health. Beard? Maybe that's sex health. Maybe that's not. Yeah, let's, leave, let's leave it there because um, listen, I do, I do. Uh, <laughs> Tamara's like whoa whoa hold up the flag on the plane traveling out of Listen, bed wait I do I do beard treatments and if you come in with poop in your beard I think I'm just gonna dismiss you well it's like microscopic it's like it's like it's like if they That's were to like worse right it, peach tree dish because it's there you done already did it <laughs> 
This my gloves are okay, so Okay, so this is what we can do to help that poop in the beard. Okay, <laughs> we can cleanse that. I make a beard cleanser. Okay, so come see me. But yes, uh, I recommend that men. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you said wow. Maybe I just need to take beard treatments off. No, no, no. <laughs> they need. They them. need it. They need them. <laughs> But if you can poop, I, you know what? <laughs> I mean, guys, it's right there. Ryan, Ryan right you there. just scarred me for life. <laughs> it's right there. Everybody likes the beard, right? Everybody want a man with a beard. The big, not, full not beard. shitty one. <laughs> uh, <it> really? <laughs> I mean, hey, brush your teeth, brush your beard too. Come on. <laughs> I, I need, I need y'all to take care of that. I didn't. I, my first time hearing about it wow but no, anyway google it google it though it was like no, no, no. a thing like uh, google I'm it already, uh, the fact because that if i see study. if they have if they have it uh blown up and i see a a, a little microscopic you're not gonna see a poop in flake. There, you're not gonna see a you. poop flake in a beard <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> so one of our male watchers said all right now we labor the point um but so (laughs) (laughs) thanks sevs how how do you cleanse it yes tell us what men should be doing is their you know facial care regimen and beard care and all of that so they need to have the same regimen as a female does Okay. okay um they need to cleanse their face twice a day they need to do an exfoliant as well. Um, and then also, you know, <clears throat> they don't always cleanse their beard. But what's up under that beard? Your skin. So you still need to cleanse every single day. Cleanse, moisturize. Like, I hate a dry beard. Like, I can just arrange a, just a forest fire. <laughs> why is it so, why is it so dry? I'm not <laughs> Like I, I, I mean, they call those I, little I, things you know, the fire starters, the little things that you. <laughs> it's like, why is your beard so dry? And does it not itch? Does it not bother you? Um, it's like no, it's good. It shouldn't be good. <laughs> I mean, your face should be screaming for help right now, up under there. I'm not understanding. So yes, they need to moisturize. So they need to shampoo their beard. It, it's hair. You know, you need to shampoo your beard. You need to moisturize it, uh, condition it. So I, I, I don't condition, um, but I do have a, a cleanser and a moisturizer for the beards. Yeah, so they so need to they, do the same. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So they need to have the same regimen as we have. And when they cleanse their beard or shampoo it, they should be trying to get to their skin, their right? Skin. To like kind of- yes cleanse uh-huh. it and massage it just like you would do if you were shampooing absolutely your skin. Okay. absolutely absolutely oh, don't yeah. use hair shampoo i mean no no because what you're putting hair shampoo on your face because what you need you need to get down to the skin okay so you need to get all the way down to the hair follicles to the to the roots you need to get down there um and putting shampoo on your face is not gonna no so um seven says some of us have naturally dry hair 
um, when you talked about the beer being dry. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of things can he said that he uses um, shea butter on his beer? What are some other moisturizers that um, can be used on the beard when you're thinking about also the skin? Uh-huh. What other what things can they can be used like to kind of moisturize both? So what I use is is a a shea butter. Um, it's in true, you do have naturally dry skin or dry hair. So you have to constantly moisturize that. Don't allow it to get get dry. Um, but the shea butter is really good. Um, a coconut oil is really good. Uh oh. It's okay. We're still we hear you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> a okay. coconut oil is really good. Um, let me research some other moisturizers for the for the beard for the skin as well. Um, and then I can get back with you guys. Okay. Can I just add in to um, what you put inside your body is not nearly as important as what you put on your body. Um, so Wait, say it again. I said what you put inside your body is more important than what you put on your body. Okay. Okay. More important. Naturally dry hair, is it? You know what I'm saying? Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting Mm -hmm. half your body Mm -hmm. weight in ounces a day? Are you putting good nutrition in? Are -hmm. you, you know, doing all of those things? Because once your hair breaks out of your scalp, it's dead. You know what I'm saying? Your hair is alive underneath the follicle. And we're going to talk about hair care and stuff like that in another shift. But really what you see on the outside is a manifestation of what's happening on, on the inside. inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was so going to bring you, that up you, too about skincare. And, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven said, <laughs> but if sisters shouldn't wash their hair too often, shouldn't the man do the same? As far as the beard, you mean? clarify for us if she shouldn't wash her hair too often he's saying you know as black women if we have natural hair or just our hair period we've been taught that we shouldn't shampoo our hair like every day like our white counterparts or whatever would because of how our hair follicles are hair short you know uh, curly um hair shaft and all of that stuff and Mm -hmm. the follicle is flat uh, yada yada but he was saying that if we shouldn't treat our hair like that, should they follow? Should their beard also be in that same yeah, kind of should they follow that same <clears throat> thought? No, because you still have to cleanse your face. So you still have to get up under there. Okay, so treat your beard like your face. Like your face. Not correct. like hair on your Your head. head. And that just might mean that you have to moisturize more. Like you said, maybe you mm-hmm. moisturize twice a day to keep it from being dry or itchy Mm -hmm. what about Mm -hmm. the um hair bumps that men experience on their chin around their beard to see the razor bumps or something else because you see them sometimes on the back of their necks too and i don't know that those are ingrown hairs okay and that's just the way that the the hair hasn't been able to um come through the skin right through the skin so that's what that's from. Okay, so how do we remedy that? Um, there, there's a, a serum that you can get. Um, and again, I am I am coming out with a whole men's line. Okay. Um, now I, I won't have the um, the serum for the the 
hair bumps. I know mm-hmm. somebody that does. Um, but I am coming out with a, a men's line. So hopefully this will help them. So what does the serum do? What it, it, it will, so diminish the, the hair bumps and help the, help it come through the skin. Okay. So now I was taught, and this is the same for like women, you know, when women even get waxed or anybody, I guess, when you get waxed, if you get waxed, your underarms are shaving, right? Cause we get, um, can get hair bumps too, for the same reason, the hair just curling back in or just not being able to fully, um, mm-hmm. you know, break through the skin. I was taught that exfoliating before you shave or after you shave, I can't remember which can help to keep, to prevent that. Is that true? Correct. Correct. 24 hours after. 24 hours after you should yes. exfoliate. Yes. And, and then, then you, you should continue to exfoliate afterwards. Yes. But 24 hours after you shave or wax. wax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. can, so, so, so I'm just, for example, you get waxed today or you shave, get a haircut today, get your beard mm-hmm. trimmed up today, whatever. So then it, this time right. tomorrow you start mm-hmm. exfoliating and then mm-hmm. you should continue to exfoliate continue. daily. Um, probably. Or is that once still or the- twice a week? Okay. After, after you've gotten the, the treatment done. Okay. And that mm-hmm. can help to prevent the ingrown hairs or like. Absolutely. The, okay. Yes. yes. I can attest to that. Waxing has greatly changed my ingrown hair situation. I don't know about anybody else, but <clears throat> shaving. And then, well, and then too, it depends on how the hair has been pulled from the, the follicle. Mm-hmm. you know what direction so it, right you're right yes right what direction so if it's not in the being being pulled or taken from the right direction then that's where you get a a, a hair bump or ingrown hair rather I was gonna say I got waxed I was going on vacation and I was I got waxed <laughs> I got the worst ingrown hair I have mm-hmm. ever gotten before and I was so disappointed because I that's why I was getting waxed, right? Like, and I had been getting waxed before, but I haven't gotten waxed since because it was like <laughs> the worst hair bump ever. It was like, it was painful. It was like deep and it was from being waxed. And what you, I think it was because of what you said, they didn't take it from the right, they, you know, when they pulled the paper the right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. go and they didn't pull it the right way. So I have been terrified to go get waxed again. Now, have you tried the hard wax? Because what what you're speaking of is the soft wax where they have to put the the muslin down. Have yes. You tried no. the hard wax? No? I haven't. Okay. So tell so us what the difference is. What's the difference? So the I've hard wax. It. So the hard wax, you just lay it. You just apply it on there, and you let it dry, and you just snatch it off. I don't. Wax, you wouldn't it have dries. To, the wax. Yes. Um, you don't necessarily have to use the muslin. Now, when I was getting waxed, I did like the um, the hard wax because it felt like it it almost feels like there's a conditioner in there, um, and and the skin is soft and smooth. Now, the soft wax, for some odd reason, I've used several different brands of soft wax and several different brands of muslin, and the muslin is the strip that I'm speaking of, yeah. 
And I don't care where I was waxed at, my armpit, my eyebrow, I was red and irritated and had the worst ingrown everywhere. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Waxing's not for me. Yeah, I so think we had I think we had this conversation, didn't we? When we I came did. to see you, we yeah, did. yes, I, yes. Yeah, I haven't gotten waxed either. I look, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be hairy everywhere before I get <laughs> before you go get waxed. Yeah, yeah. Waxing I might I might try the hard wax though if that um tends to have better you know outcomes or whatever. But yeah, I would try the hard wax to see. And actually, what you can do is probably sample it up under your armpit. Mm-hmm. before you do a bikini wax or a Brazilian sampling up under your armpit to see if if that works for you you know um just do a test run okay that's a good idea uh, okay so let's talk about since we're talking about the whole body now what about back knee or like I'm gonna call it chest knee <laughs> Chest knee. <laughs> yeah, acne you know, chest. people who have acne uh-huh. on their chest or on their backs. Mm-hmm. Um, some I've seen some people who have like acne on their chest who may have a completely blemish-free face. So, what causes that? How can people how can people treat it, or what what should we be doing for that? So, what could cause that is what you're eating or what you're drinking. Like I said earlier, it doesn't always you don't always have a reaction on the face. It can go any part of your body, um, your chest. But then you also have to be careful because it's an indicator that something on the inside is wrong. Okay, so just, there is a, 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 a I have to find it, but I'll send it to you. Um, if you break out on the chest, something, a particular organ or something is being affected. So you just have to be careful. Um, no, no, back, back knee is very common. Um, it's, it can be a little bit embar- embarrassing, but if you continue to, or you start your uh, facials, because I do back facials as well. So and people are like, well, what's a back facial? Great question. It's a facial for the back. So everything that I do for the face, I do for the back, Okay. And it will help clear up that. Um, but you have to make sure you're cleansing your back in the shower. That's what I was going to say. I feel like, especially for the back, because a lot of people just probably rinse off in the shower. You can't really reach really well. Um, how important are like back? The, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The handheld lupus. Yeah. Very essential. I would recommend that everybody invest in one um, because not everybody lives with someone or what have you and you can't get to your back. Even if you do, you ain't taking a shower every day together. So out of here, (laughs) in my way, it's cold. (laughs) Yes. So just invest in one of those and and make sure you're cleansing your back. Um, And then two, be careful what detergents you're using because that can affect you as well. Okay. I think too, unless you have like some rage and bump, how will people even know that they have this issue? I mean, if you live alone, you might just be like, oh, my back's itching and keep it moving. You know, who has the thought like, I really need to wash my back (laughs) or exfoliate my back? You know what? It is not part of your practice. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, I highly recommend that everybody gets a um, long handheld loofah. Get that back. Mm-hmm. 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 I um <laughs> seven. <laughs> He's on one <laughs> talking. <laughs> He said blackhead back knee blast. <laughs> what is that for a back scrub? He's he's putting in he different things for a back facial. Backshul. A backshul. A backshul. A backshul. Instead of a back facial. A backshul. A backshul. Oh. Yes. Then I'll have to explain what a backshul is. Well, you got to explain what a back facial is. What is a back facial? And I thought that was self-explanatory. Right. Uh, Facial for the back? You doing a facial on the back of my face? What is that? (laughs) But a back show, I'll definitely have to, like, let me put that on the website. Oh, now offering back shows. What is that? (laughs) Yes. We'll get it. You know, the the merging of the words and stuff are popular now, like a manzillion. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh People be like, oh, okay, I get it. (laughs) <laughs> don't understand for real i think too um have you had a lot of clients come in with mask knee a lot of people are talking about that now oh, yes. and- well, so like, no, from wearing your mask all the time <laughs> yes yes <laughs> acne you know it's right in here their right. jawline right yes. so what yes. remedies yes. do you have for that because you know a lot of healthcare workers and things like that it's not like we have an option to choose an n95 that doesn't irritate our face i know they have those plastic things that you can put on so the mask isn't like sitting on your face but what if that irritates mm-hmm. your face after you work you know three 12 hour shifts every week for the last 52 weeks because we're almost at a year especially because a lot of facilities are handing out one mask per shift So you're talking about 12 hours, eight hours of you sitting with your oils, your whatever you have on makeup, your sweat, your, the bacteria from your breath. I mean, you know, would you say, yeah, don't sneeze. sneeze. Yeah. It's all sitting right in there on your face. Um, so there's a serum and a moisturizer. Um, you want to coat that area, but the serum, I'll get that information and send it over to you because I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, that that can a barrier. You just need a barrier for for that. Um, and then I, for those that aren't in the healthcare field but but still have the um, mask knee, make sure you're cleansing. If if you're using a a non reusable, um, not non reusable, um, <clears throat> but if you're using a mask, wearing a mask daily, um, and you're not getting the new one make sure you're washing it. Okay. Some people aren't cleansing. They're not washing their mask. Mm -hmm. So you have to wash that. Make sure you are washing your, your pillowcase on a regular basis, your sheets on a regular basis. So that will help with what's regular. What's regular. I know we have to break it all the way down. Don't we? Um, I would say probably change your, your pillowcase out twice a week if you if you're noticing that your face is breaking out more um change it change it at least twice a week um mm-hmm. you should be washing your sheets weekly mm-hmm. 
I think that's good. And I, I think I will notice sometimes, especially if I have moisturized my hair. Hair. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Then I'm more inclined to want to change my pillowcase. Um, you know, because even with your bonnet or your scarf or whatever, the oil still sometimes will seep through. Right. And then you put your face on it too. You know, mm-hmm. you change positions mm-hmm. at night. So yeah, um, changing it out at least, you know, once, twice a week is, you said twice a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. this may be very embarrassing, but <laughs> I am who I am. You know, sometimes too, when you had a really, really good sleep and you wake up and you done drooled everywhere. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel going back after you have gotten out of your lazy girl facial routine and you decided that you're going to cleanse twice a day laying down on that same pillowcase Mm -hmm. you know you had a real good nap Mm -hmm. after you came from therapy no I'm kidding (laughs) listen I snore but I do not drool okay so let's be clear (laughs) are you sure I picked the struggle I picked the struggle okay the struggle Ooh. I chose my struggle I'm a snore. I probably do both oh what'd you say I said is that what we got to do because I'm sure I do both <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I chose okay <laughs> what'd you say how, how did you how did you pick that one tell me tell me how you picked not drooling don't eat Lion. a meal before you lay down. I can promise you that if you eat something them salivary glands are going you lay down to have something on your face when you I do not drool though I just don't I don't drool at night I I mean I would know right first of all (laughs) first of all when you not necessarily you don't you would know I would even either see it dried up on my face your pillow smells People who drool their pillow smells (laughs) or their pajamas right here like it goes everywhere <laughs> Look, Tasha laughing because she like she ain't lying. She ain't wrong. <laughs> I told my baby, I said, "Oh, I might have drooled on your head last night." Oh no! <laughs> I'm pregnant. I have a toddler. I'm tired. Okay, <laughs> it happened. It is what it yeah. is. So we. I think. I think too. I don't. I don't sleep with my mouth open, so that might make a difference too. Some people are mouth sleepers, like with their mouth open. I don't know. I just don't drool. <laughs> you ain't got no choice but to take your word for it anyway. It's all good. But yeah. I, I just snore. <laughs> What'd you yeah. say? No, I said, I'm glad she brought that up about the pillowcases because that, yes. that was on my mind too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you're changing your sheets and things like that. Which we, what, there was just an article or something about how often people change their sheets. Here you go with these articles and studies that, that make everybody cringe I just think people are nasty people are so trifling you think that your baseline is everybody else's baseline and it just it's isn't Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but is it that they're nasty or that they just weren't taught i try to leave room for people who just don't Both know. Them. no <laughs> some people are taught they just don't they just don't follow through true no fun no <laughs> Not both of them, both of them, yeah. Yeah. Don't drink water. Just like people don't drink water. Yes. How you don't drink water? You a grown up. No, water. No, listen, I didn't used to drink water, but that's all I drink now. Listen, I I have my. He's grown. 
my 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 grown cup. It tells yes. me what time to drink and how often to drink. So um, I did really good. And you have to find the right water for you. I will That's say. True. Um, mine is Fiji. You know, my 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 doctor told me I was bougie because I wanted some Fiji water. Hey, whatever it, gets it, it done. You want me to drink it or not? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> my palate was happy with it. So um, yeah, but you have to so make make water fun to drink. Put some fruit in there. Put some vegetables. I I wish I had some mint leaves because I show drop it down in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that also helps with your skin. It helps detoxes your organs, which helps detoxes your skin. Mm-hmm. So it, it's everything is beneficial. Yes. Can you talk about too how um, starting a new regimen or starting new products sometimes will bring out all of the impurities and toxins first, and you'll probably look like Shrek, and then you look better. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that too. Hey, seven that- said Fiji tastes like pencil shavings. <laughs> okay. Good night, sir. <laughs> I'm tired. Think so actually I like Fiji too. He's saying that Aquafina is the best. I feel like true water drinkers actually hate Aquafina. And Aquafina they tastes like dirt. <laughs> pencil shavings? He said Fiji tastes like pencil shavings. Okay, well stick with your dirt water, seven. As long as you're getting your water in, you know. Um, I mean, pencil shavings and dirt's probably on the same lines. That's funny. Stick with your dirt water. <laughs> Stick with your dirt water. As long as you get it in, get it in, however you like it. Don't matter. Um, but yeah, so when you're starting a new regimen, anything new is just gonna, you know, it's gonna bring the, the impurities to surface. Um, but that doesn't mean that when you received a facial, oh, it broke my face out, I'm not going back. No, it cleansed it, you know? It brought everything to the surface so that we can get out, clean out our pores, and then start brand new, start a uh, uh, refresh. Um, but it also depends on what products you're using as well. You know, I had a client, she was like, I don't want to get a facial because every time I went to go get a facial, it broke me out. But once I started doing her facials, <laughs> pat on my back. Um, <laughs> Light flicks. Yeah. Um, and the products that I use, she doesn't break out. So it, it just truly all depends on um, the products. And again, it's bringing all the impurities to the surface. So it's not a bad thing. It's definitely good. So how often should we be getting a facial? How often should we be, I want to say treating ourselves, but it shouldn't be treatment. It should be part of our care. Our, yes. So yes. how often should we be getting a facial? Um, so if you have a home, a, a really good home regimen, um, and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, I would say once a month. If not, I would say let's go twice a week. I mean, not twice a week, I'm sorry. Twice a month until we can get your skin looking healthy and you on your home regimen, um, and then you can come down to once a month. Okay. And that's just for a basic facial, right? Because I know that... Um, there's all different types of facials that are offered. You, you know, chemical peels and microdermabrasion and dermaplaning and mm-hmm. steam. I mean, all kinds of different 
type facials that you know are offered so does it matter it you know the type of facial that you get when you go once a month for your routine wellness but or no it doesn't matter now like the derma right uh i mean the derma plane that is a monthly service so you you can't come back for into a month um but everything else no it doesn't really matter um but what you did speak on those those are exfoliants Okay, um, so the microdermabrasion, that's an exfoliant. Um, a chemical peel is an exfoliant, um, but I, I, I don't do those, so. Why not? Is there any particular reason why? Mm-hmm. I just don't like them. <laughs> okay. Is it because it's not like a nat- more natural thing, a more natural type of an exfoliant? Is that why you don't, is it just not aligned with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm more on the natural end. Um, I don't like using a lot of uh, chemicals. Um, and, and I didn't like it in school. I had to do it, but I didn't like it. And like I said, it, like you said, Ryan, it's not a natural thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind referring you out. I have a lot of esthetician friends that do it. And I will refer you to one of the best ones I know. Okay. Um, I have two more questions. One, because I'm getting old. Wait, no, I'm gonna forget this one. I wrote that one down. Lashes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people, lashes are super popular. Brows are super popular right now. Like, I feel like it's super trendy. Everybody, like, I think I'm an anomaly because I don't... (laughs) I don't really have another one. Yeah, we, me and Tasha bawled about the eyes. Okay, so, um, but a lot of people are into them. Mm-hmm. How do you care for, right? Because your lid is also skin. You have follicles. I feel like a lot of people are getting their lashes done, but then not really taking care of their own lash. And so they either mm-hmm. fall out or the glue pulls them out. Or um, I've seen people, with you know eye infections from the glue or irritation from the glue so how do people how can you get that treatment or you know have your lashes and look fabulous but then also continue to care for your eye and your lashes and your eyelid now what I will say is I am not an expert at lashes okay Okay. so that's not something that I decided to um, pick up on or um, decide to do but I will say you do need to cleanse them. I know um, I have a uh, lash tech that's in my spa and um, soon she's gonna start doing classes to teach you the importance of cleansing your, um, your lashes, okay? I know quite a few people that uh, sell uh, lash, lash wash. So, what I do know about them is if you don't cleanse them, you can get little eye mites, okay? Mites. Little bugs. Mm-hmm. It's little bugs on your eyelashes. Like they look like little, little maggots. Mm-hmm. It's real. Again, I'm horror. So this is, you talk, when you talk about clean, cleansing your lashes, you're talking about the artificial lash, right? The fake lash? Yes, yes. But you and need to clean some of them are reusable. Because well. the, yes. the mink lashes are reusable. You can you're supposed to wash them and then the, you can put them the back strips on. Strips are, yes. Yes. Ones too, people but people them. don't wash them. So they may take them off and then when they get ready to reapply them, they haven't washed them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That brings something else too about makeup and cleaning your brushes because a lot of people don't clean their brushes. Yes, you have to clean your brushes. Uh huh. So it's it's all about great hygiene. Okay, you have to make sure you're cleansing everything. Make sure you cleanse your brushes. Um, there is a eyelash wash, um, and I can connect you with the young lady that's in my in my spa that she can talk to you guys a little bit more about. Um, the importance of cleansing and how you cleanse. Um, but like I said, that's not something that I decided to take on. So I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't have a lot of information about that. Okay. Okay. My other question was, I talked about night cream. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what are we doing about the, <laughs> what are we doing about the dark eyes, the circles, the bags? So like I did a little bit of research. Of course, I know that they have eye cream right mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but then they also have the gel pads that you can put that are supposed mm-hmm. to add collagen or you know hydration um to the eye of course you see the old school cucumbers right cucumbers, on the eye yes. that are supposed mm-hmm. to hydrate and keep people from being baggy um except for rest which i feel like is the biggest contributor of that what else can we be doing or what are some good products that we can use um to keep our eyes from looking Tied. so hot. <laughs> try to do a that uh, massage. Okay, get that the puffiness. Um, massage around the eyelids or in the eyes. Um, but then also, most of your product line they do carry an eye cream. Okay, and it's very important to use that. So whatever you're using, um, they, they probably have an eye cream and you might want to use that at night. That's one of their regimens, you know, or um, uh, the products that you use at night is an eye cream. Okay. It just makes me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give well, my eye we, You know, we are, we're, we're pushing it, you know, I we're know. pushing it. <laughs> an alternative. And then you you taught me about the jade roller too. Yes, okay. yes. Use a jade roller. What's that? You said it's a it's a little massager, um, and it helps with the the um, the fluid and the puffiness. So you want to get all that out, and that will help too. So you can in, invest in one of those. They have those on Amazon as well. I'll send you a picture of mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sidetrack listen i'm still on the lazy girl regimen okay i, I was yeah, just gonna say that's not lazy enough for her <laughs> but that's something that you can do you, you can just do that like yeah you can home. yeah you can just do while you sit down mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my daughter will be like what's that <laughs> yeah do her face too yeah you know what yeah. i did i um i would mess with her because i have aloe or whatever so i would put aloe on my face if, if anything was popping off or whatever and i'd be like you want to do a facial and she was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like that she sounds exactly like that and she's too but yeah I, I would involve her too so that we could do it together because i do need mm-hmm. some kind of routine or regimen i definitely acknowledge that i just have to find the time and you know something that's basic enough for me um I was going to ask and it's probably my last question what what do you do for hyperpigmentation I feel like that's kind of one of my big issues and then I the last time I went for a wax Mm -hmm. 
the young lady asked me if I was exfoliating and I said, no, I'm not. But um, I realized once I left that mm -hmm. she was really mentioning the hyperpigmentation that I have under my arms and in my mm -hmm. vulva area because mm -hmm. I'm pregnant and it comes from the hormones. It does. Um, <laughs> so I, I am so grateful that you said that you're going into education because more people who look like us will know that that's what that comes from. Like, it's not exactly me not exfoliating this because I'm pregnant and I have hormones right. causing hyperpigmentation. But um, when I'm not on a regular day, um, what can I do about that? Um, so with the hyperpigmentation, you would need to do like basically an exfoliation, okay? And then there are some creams or even some cleansers um, formulated for hyperpigmentation. So you just, again, um, find what's best for you. Um, now the one, now Dermaplane is good for hyperpigmentation. Mm. Um, that's a Dermaplane facial. Um, um, microdermabrasion is good for hyperpigmentation as well. But again, because my skin, it was, I had hyperpigmentation and I still have some scarring. Um, but once you stay on a schedule, you stay on a routine, um, and you stick with the product that works best for you, your skin will clear up. Okay. I think I just mostly will get nervous about the hyperpigmentation creams or things that are out because I'm like, is this a bleacher? Ain't nobody trying to look like Sammy Sosa. No, no, you know, no, what I was not Sammy Sosa. <laughs> hey, hey. And no, I, I do, I will say you have to be careful, um, but make sure you're reading the ingredients mm -hmm. um, and at any time, feel free to reach out to me and I can um, help you with that or Decode. actually, <laughs> yeah, or actually just kind of um, find some products for you mm -hmm. and just send it to you. And then you can just, I would recommend using it for 30 days to see how your skin and how your body um, reacts to it. You don't want to keep changing. Oh, it doesn't work. You only used it for a week. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so stay with it. That makes sense. That's a good, that's a good thought to keep in mind about um, other products like your cleanser or your, mm -hmm. you know, moisturizer, give it mm -hmm. some time to work. That's a good thing to keep in mind about. Um, any new products that you try unless it burns right because it's not supposed to burn even your cleanser should not burn no no mm -mm. should never burn okay well I'm all tapped out of questions <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know. I appreciate your time I appreciate um you sharing your knowledge it's like I said it's so obvious that this is completely your wheelhouse and it is a passion because you're excited about talking about it and you explain things well. Um, mm -hmm. So I appreciate you coming on. Do you have any final thoughts for us? Any, any final takeaways? Um, I don't, I don't. I just want everybody to um, hydrate. Um, please take care of your skin. Cause like I said, this is the only one that you have. Um, don't be embarrassed if you've never received a facial. Um, I get a lot of first timers. And again, we have to, our culture has not been taught how to take care of ourselves. So now um, my goal is to educate um, health and wellness, okay? So 
Um, if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My number is 317-520-1108. Um, and you can reach me on Facebook, Lindsay Tilling Hands. Um, if you put the G, you won't get me, remember? That's what I did today. Spell <laughs> it for us. What, where did you say? I'm sorry. Where can we find you? Can you spell it for us? It's L-I-N-Z-A apostrophe S healing without the G hands. Okay. Okay. Yes. No, no G you get, you put the G you won't get me. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I just put it in the chat too. So people will be able to find you in there. Okay. Um, so, Tasha, final thoughts. Um, I'm just really appreciative to Tamara for her time and, um, keeping it real plain for people like me who I'm like, look, give me the basics, tell me what that mean now. Um, so I appreciate that. I'm so grateful to have women like you in the business taking care of women who look like us <laughs> because we already know, you know, what's going mm -hmm. on. And I think there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who don't understand the importance of having a team right. um, who look like you because you erase a whole lot of unsaids and there are no guarantees that you're going to jail, but the likelihood is greater because you don't mm -hmm. have to explain or talk about history and background and that kind of stuff people just get it already right um, so yes I'm super grateful for you thank you for coming on the show talking to our people and laughing about the water yes <laughs> or pencil shavings and dirt Seven, just, make sure you drink your dirt water every single day <laughs> every single day half your way in ounces mm -hmm. um yeah i'm from gary so we got great tap water i was gonna say he must be from gary because he said he drinking his from the tap ain't nobody doing that but somebody i think oh. chicago chicago okay okay so, you know yeah if you know you nap town could never 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 give me a filter in me the hardest water ever yes yes, yes. yes. Well, it's nasty I, I, I truly appreciate every uh, you guys allowing me the opportunity to come on and educate um, about facials and health and wellness. Yes. Tell what's yes. the name of your spa too? Where can people find you if they want to come be treated by you and have your healing hands on their faces or bodies or whatever? Um, where are you? So I'm located off of 54th and Keystone. It's 5436 North Keystone Avenue. It's called the Wellness Spa. Okay. Um, we are right next to um, Meyer. Okay, we're in the strip where the dentist office is at. Because you put the address in, sometimes it'll take you to Meyer. I've had people. I'm inside Meyer. Well, you are you going grocery <laughs> shopping? I mean, because <laughs> you're not going to relax in there with me. Um, but we're right next to there. And again, um, my number is three one seven five two zero one one zero eight. Or you can visit the website. It is tlinza, T-L-I-N-Z-A dot com. All right. Awesome. And I'm just going to say, do what you can when you can. You know, as often as you can take care of yourself, take care of your skin. Like you said, it's the largest organ um, that we have on our body. Um, and so we definitely need to be taking care of it. And if you don't have a routine, try to start one. Do what you can when you can. Don't punish yourself you if you mess up or you get too tired or whatever and just you know try again the next time mm -hmm. yes, yes. 
And that is it. So y'all know the rules. Hit us up if y'all have any comments or questions. If you have questions for Miss Linza, you are welcome to hit us up and we will filter those to her. Um, if you have questions or again, topic suggestions, let us know. Um, email is um, getsedated705 at gmail.com. Y'all know where to find us on social media. We are also on all of your podcast platforms. Pick one, we own it. Hit us up, like us, share us, rate us. Let us know how y'all feeling. Yeah. Even, the, even the mean stuff. We'll, we'll read it on here too. <laughs> we have a good laugh about it. But, <laughs> but we'll read it. Yes, we will. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.